Hello and welcome to another episode of the Project Purple Podcast. I'm Dina Varley, founder and CEO of Project Purple, and we have another interview for you coming up with two very special guests after a few quick updates. As we record this episode in June, 2023 is off to an amazing year. 2022 was our record year, best year ever, and 2023 looks to be even better. So we want to thank all of our participants, all of our supporters, and everyone helping us here at Project Purple do all the great things that we do. A couple quick updates here. Most of our fall races, this is absolutely insane, are full. (laughs) <laughs> which usually it doesn't happen by this time, but uh, we do still have some spots. If you're looking to run with us in the fall in the Berlin Marathon, Twin Cities Marathon, uh, we have a, a nice sized team in Detroit. So we're still filling spots for the Detroit Marathon, the Detroit Half Marathon, which is an international half marathon, believe it or not. You actually go into Canada for a little while. It's a great race. And then we also have the Chicago Fall Half Marathon, And a new race that we added, the South Norwalk Half Marathon and 5K, which happens locally here in Connecticut in South Norwalk. So if you're looking to jump on any of those teams, feel free to check out our website. We also have many virtual events happening. If you can't make any of the physical events, um, we have our Dino's Double, which will happen here in June this weekend. And then we have our Work Harder happening in August. We also have many regional events like the Horner Hustle and Big Stew's Barbecue in the Chicago land area in July and August, which this podcast, hint, hint, we'll talk a little bit about Big Stew's here in a minute. Uh, we also have a new urban repelling series that's happening in September in the Hartford area where we'll be repelling down a 14-story building to raise awareness for pancreatic cancer. To learn about all these great events, visit our website at projectpurple.org and make sure to follow us wherever you are on social. We are everywhere, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, just to name a few. Without further ado, let's meet our special guest today. As I hinted in my introduction, coming to us all the way from Chicago, the Chicago land area. I just like saying Chicago land. It sounds so royal. Um, David and Sarah Lapidus, the founders and organizers of the Big Stew's Barbecue. Welcome to the Project Purple podcast. Hi, thank you. Yes, well, thank you for having us. So we're excited. I know you guys, uh, we were talking before, uh, you guys are a little nervous. First time being on a podcast, it's all good. Uh, but you guys uh, have been awesome. I know this is now, is this the, this is the fourth or fifth? year of doing uh, big first stews. year was 2019 so okay. we did 2019 was live we did two years of virtual and then last year we went back to like an in-person event yep. so yeah so five so this is the fifth year wow yeah. man it's so crazy so you know i i thank you for for giving me that timeline david because cool. I, like you know i think for all of us and maybe for the listeners at home can can attest this like COVID like made everything seem so long, but now that we're through it, right? It seems like it's so far beyond us or, you know, was so it was like 10 years ago when it really was only like a year and a half ago, like, you know, and yeah. two years ago. So it's just kind of crazy. And I remember, like, I can still remember the, uh, the first year that we did it physically in person in the, at the community center there in Wilmette, um, it's just a great, great event. And then, yeah, then we, then we went right into those two virtual years. And then last year, um, you got it, you guys brought it back physically. It was, it was the most 
successful event, I, I believe, yeah. from a financial standpoint last year. Mm -hmm. So we're really excited to have you guys again coming back to us, uh, putting on this event, raising a ton of awareness and, and raising really, really important funds for our mission here in 2023. But we're going to get to this year's event. But as we just kind of uh, kind of given a timeline, this started in 2019, but there is a, a really cool story. And I want to make sure that our audience hears that story about why you guys are doing this event. So with sure. that, I'd love to hand it over to to both you and Sarah to talk really about the, the story behind it. Like, how did you guys get to this idea back in, and it may have been even before 2019. And, and you know, there is a, I know a little bit of the story um, just mm -hmm. because we've known each other for the last five years um, mm -hmm. and getting involved. But for our audience listening at home, uh, I'd love for them to hear it firsthand from you guys. So with that, uh, the microphone is yours. Thanks. So the event is called uh, Big Stew's uh, Barbecue, and it is named after my father, uh, Stuart. Uh, but everyone called him Big, Big uh, Stew. So um, in May of 2017, um, um, my father was uh, diagnosed with uh, pancreatic uh, cancer, uh, stage four, I believe. And, um, you know, it was it was really it was really uh, difficult. It was really difficult on the family, you know. And he passed away in uh, February 22nd of 2018. So like 10 months. It was, it was really, you know, like hard on the family. It was tough because he was such a loved individual. You know, he was just, you know, he was very, you know, he was very much a larger than life. So, um, so, uh, you know, back, you know, you know, like after that, I know I was, I was talking, I was talking with Sarah and, you know, and we wanted to do something to, you know, to bring awareness and to, you know, like to help out because, you know, because what we went through was so difficult, you know, um, my parents, you know, you know, they grew up in New York. I grew up in, in New Jersey. That's where, that's where they raised the family. Uh, they moved out to Georgia. Uh, that's where they retired to. And that's where he got a lot of his uh, treatment. Uh, and then at the very end, they moved to uh, Texas in uh, just outside of uh, Dallas because, you know, they got another, you know, uh, they got another, uh, they decided to move to a different retirement uh, uh, community. And it was during that transition of when he had pancreatic uh, cancer. And it was just, the heartache that, you know, that basically, you know, like that, that like what my father went through or the family went through going to all the uh, chemo sessions, all the, all that, you know, heartache that, you know, the family went through. Um, I wanted to, you know, like help out other families because I didn't want other families to have to go through what, what uh, my family did, which is why I, I reached out to project purple because they focus on patient care. They focus on making sure that the families and that the patients have what they need during this time, you know, especially considering that I had to experience this from like, you know, 2000 miles away. I couldn't be there with him. You know, I, I, you know, I flew in, I flew in once a month to, you know, spend time with him, but it was, it was difficult being away from him because I live in Chicago and they were in uh, Georgia, and then they were in, you know, uh, Dallas. So, 
you know, my experience was difficult and I wanted to make sure that, that, you know, that basically no other family had to go through what, you know, what, what our family did. And just, so I reached out to project of purple and I wanted to do something and barbecue has always been something that my dad loved as a kid. He used to barbecue outside. He used to teach me how to barbecue. Um, and then, and then whenever we went to visit them, he always took us to these uh, barbecue places. And it was like, he walked in and it was like his house, you know, he's like, Oh, you know, there's this place in Georgia. He always, he always took us to, and it was like, you know, like he went there so many times, the staff knew him. And then, and then, then when he moved to Texas, there was even a barbecue place there. And he took us there and he talked about investing with them and growing it. And actually this place is, is pretty big now. They've gone from like a double wide trailer to this giant restaurant down the road. And, and to this day, every time, every time we go to Dallas, we go there again. And it's just this thing and barbecue brought, brought joy to him. So we decided to, to, you know, create this event in his honor. And it's a family style of barbecue, which is what he enjoyed the most was, you know what, oh, cooking for the family, oh, cooking for the oh, cooking for the relatives, cooking for the neighbors. And that was his thing. And he loved to, to do that. So we have created that and basically created a family style of barbecue event where people can sit down, eat, drink, talk, just, you know, just, you know, like have a good time. And it also brings awareness to uh, Project Purple and raises funds for uh, patient food care. It's so awesome to, you know, hear the story. And, you know, I, I know, I know the story, but to, just to, you know, it's been a while, right? Like, you know, it, it, since I remember when we met and it was like 19 and we, we, you had this idea, you came to us, which we'll talk about later in the podcast, why you decided to choose Project Purple. But to hear you say the story again and, and just like, first of all, I love food and I think you guys know that, right? So anytime anyone comes to us with an idea of food, I'm all for it because I, I, you know, barbecue is one of my favorites and I don't think I ever told you this, but like my dad loved barbecue. Uh, he loved like anything that we would grill. Like he, like clearly pasta was his favorite, right? Like coming from <laughs> Dino Varela, sure. the Italian here. Um, you know, my dad's favorite was pasta, but I, I'd have to say like his second favorite was like barbecue, like 4th of July and like Memorial Day and Labor Day. We'd always like, you know, in the summer months, warmer months, you know, bust out the grill. Um, and he loved like a really good grilled steak. So, you know, th there's a little, for me, sentimental here, hearing you talk about like your dad's passion for barbecue and just the fact that, you know, you're able to like take this such a such a strong thing that you had this bond that you would do with your family and especially your dad and now bring this to other people and you know something you just said about family man i just got chills because like you think about like we always talk about like the patience right and and what you just said in your story like hey you're up in chicago like getting to your dad and like you know the family is impacted so much by this disease and i think so many times we kind of like in this space because we're so patient focused right we kind of forget a little bit about the family um 
which is not really right because I, I, I get it. Like the, the patient is suffering, right? They're the one doing the treatments, but the family suffers as well, right? And they deal with it in a different way. And so, you know, the fact that barbecue was so special for your dad, but it's what like brought you guys together. Like, I, I just love that story. Like you guys are in Dallas and he's taking you out to barbecue to his favorite joint, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's where you guys are having probably, you know, you probably remember all those conversations, all those things. And like you said, like the restaurant was a double wide and now it's this big restaurant. Mm-hmm. But then now what you're doing to turn that back and give that back to bring people together is just really, really special. So uh, it's just awesome hearing that story. And, and it's just kind of super resonating for me. Um, you know, clearly family was such a big deal and and has become what Project Purple has been about, right? Like when we think about our programs and you mentioned the patient financial aid, like, yes, we're, we're supporting the patient, but then that's supporting the family. Um, and, you know, our programs that we have that involve, you know, running, it's, you know, we, we always talk about, it's not just one person running the race, but it's a family supporting that person, whether, you know, it's a spouse running and, you have someone, you know, watching the kids or taking care of the house or helping fundraise and putting on events. So it's just awesome. You know, the 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 backstory of this is really such a a, a critical part, and I'm I'm thankful for you guys uh, for sharing that. And it's just awesome because it's just so in line with what the culture here is at Project Purple, and and just really appreciate all the support. So let's shift gears a little bit because I mentioned in the beginning, you know, the 2008, the 2019, that first event, I think you had six pit masters or grill masters, we call yep. right? We had like mm-hmm. a, we had an area for some fun and games. You did have a food truck there. We had an ice cream truck there. Um, and then you had like really like a serious grill competition. And I remember we rolled up and I was, and you had great raffles too, as well. Mm-hmm. We came in and I was like, man, these guys are, and there were a couple people there that were really serious. And then yeah. I think you had a really cool group of friends. I mean, it was like, it was like all of them, right? Like you had like the, the serious grill masters. Mm-hmm. Then you had like the group of friends that were just, I remember I was talking to, I think it was a group of maybe your neighbors and they were like, yeah, like, you know, this is our first time, but you know, we've been, we've been, uh, I think they, there was like one of them was a brisket and, you know, you have to smoke it for a while and prep, you know, there's a lot of work that's involved. And then I think that guy on the end, he, he brought like, and it was wild too, cause they brought their own grills. Right. And there was like different grills. It was like, really, it was really cool, but I was like, whoa, this is like serious here, but yes. this, and it's kind of evolved now. So now this yeah. year's event is, looks a lot different. I know, you know, just with planning and you guys have a young family. And so, you know, there, there's, a, and also that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, right? Like it's a yes. lot of work. Um, but it, it was so delightful. I mean, to, I remember when we were tasting the, the different, uh, <laughs> they had desserts and they had the different meats. It was really cool. But yeah. now the event looks a lot different and mm-hmm. it's at a venue, which is a lot. Fun. I think this is actually to your point from a family fun. And I think that first year we talked about, like we had the field and we were like, Oh, we could do like kids races next year and mm-hmm. all sorts of games. But now we've gotten at a venue. And so let's talk about this year's event and how that looks. And sure. the events happening on July 8th, correct? Yeah. So it's July 8th. So yeah, the very first year was, really great but we were new and it was a lot of work um not that it wasn't worth it but it was a lot of work for us to manage 
And then there were those two virtual years that were pretty easy to manage, but not as fun. Um, And so last year we decided we partnered with a brewery in Skokie, which is outside of Chicago, pretty close to where we live, called Sketchbook. And um, we partnered with them and then got some food vendors. So last year we did just kind of the afternoon. This year it's going to be an all-day event where we have... um, a pizza place for lunch and some burgers for dinner and some other fun appearances. Um, but yeah, people just come, have some drinks, have some food. There's a silent auction, um, things like that. So you can just come and hang out and Sketchbook is donating some money from beers. And then the food vendors are donating their proceeds as well. And then the silent auction We'll have that. And we have Staley, the Chicago Bears mascot, making an appearance. So it'll be just an all-day family fun event. And Sketchbook, um, so I just want to make sure for listeners at home that are in the area. So they have an outdoor space, indoor space. So yep. we have access to, you guys have access to the entire space mm-hmm. and kids are allowed. I don't know the rules and I know here in Connecticut, I think you kids can attend <laughs> breweries, but like clearly like there's no consumption of alcohol under right. 21, right. but yes. Uh, but so this is a, a family friendly event. Anyone can come. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone. And yep. do they, anyone do from they, all ages. Do they allow pets there too? I know that's a big thing. They yeah, they, they do actually. Okay, cool, cool. They well, do. you know, some people don't have, uh, you know, children. They have fur children. So, you yes. know, like I know that's a big thing here in Connecticut. Uh, a lot of the breweries here now have these like magnificent outdoor spaces and people mm-hmm. love bringing their dogs and they're pet friendly yep. and stuff like that. So pets are allowed. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's a huge patio. There's a nice indoor area. Um, yeah, just bring anyone you want to bring. Yep. And what time does the event start, Sarah and David? It's uh, from noon to nine. So it's really the whole day. Yep. And uh, and the Bears the mascot is going to be there from 2.30 to 3.30, taking pictures, doing autographs. Awesome. So right in the middle. Awesome. And then if you're local and familiar, we have Grateful Bites um, coming with pizza for lunch. and then, Love their pizza. Yep. And then Hoffer is uh, a local butcher, and they're doing some barbecue type items for dinner. So we'll have something for everyone. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Grateful Bites, uh, great family. I know they've been impacted by pancreatic cancer, sadly. Yep. Um, great Neapolitan style pizza mm-hmm. up there on the North Shore. Um, really. Uh, they, they are great people and really pizza connoisseurs when it comes to pizza. So they've got a, they've got great pizza and just really, really awesome. So that's awesome. They got involved. Um, so this is like a little bit rapid fire here. Why should people attend? Oh, um, I'll, do you want to take that? Because what else do you have to do on a Saturday in July? You want <laughs> yeah. to be outside with your family, right? I know. Absolutely. Beer, good times, good food. For a, for a really great uh, cause, it's it's just a lot of fun. We have some really great uh, prizes um, at the auction. Uh, bears tickets, two uh, uh, two sets of Bears tickets, Cubs tickets, Blackhawks tickets, the Northwestern football tickets. Uh, we have some uh, food experiences. We have lots of uh, gift cards for restaurants. We have. Dance. Lavinia um, tickets? Yeah. Yeah. We have uh, Jason Mraz at wow. at at 
Ravinia. We have some uh, kaleidoscope dance uh, tickets for, you know, like if you have if you have uh, kids and, and, and they want to take some dance lessons, we have tons of items. Awesome. Awesome. And for those that are listening that live in the Chicago area, so if they can't make the event, I know we do have a site. Can they still, they can still bid on the auctions. Um, correct. So like naturally we'd love for people to come out and, you know, stop by, make a donation, uh, have some great pizza, some other great food, have a, a great beverages. But if you can't make it that day and you live in the area and you want to take advantage of the auctions, uh, we'll put that link in the podcast as well. Um, you can still um, bid on those auctions. And and I guess we can say too, like if people don't live in the Chicagoland area, but are big Bears fans or Cubs fans, yeah, they may want to get in on that action too. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so uh, great auctions, and you can always. I always, uh, you know, the greater Chicago area is a wonderful area. As much Beautiful. as the media doesn't say that uh, <laughs> sometimes, but that's neither here nor there. But there, there's a, there's some great venues there from entertainment to sports. Um, it is really an amazing sports town. So if you're into sports, it's a great place to be, uh, because there's a lot of really passionate bears, Cubs and White Sox fans, uh, mm-hmm. naturally. Um, uh, but you know, if you're planning a trip in the fall or in the, the late summer, you know, it's great to take a ride up to, uh, Wisconsin, which is not very far or down to Indiana again, not mm-hmm. very far for, you know, Notre Dame fans, it's, it's only an hour and a half drive from, I think O'Hare. So it's pretty manageable. So great, great area. Um, you know, even if you don't live in the area and you want to bid on one of these great, uh, auctions that the the folks have put together. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. My, one of my last questions here, um, and this is really, I know we talked before we hit record and, and I'd love to kind of, you know, I don't know if we ever have asked this question of either of you, Sarah and David, but, and you can be as honest, I mean, be honest, please. I should, I should never say like, you should be honest. Like that's <laughs> assuming that you're not going to be honest, but I want you to be hundred percent honest. I wouldn't be offended um, by any answer, but why did you guys choose Project Purple? So. um so when I, you know, thought of this and I was, you know, talking to Sarah, I started to Google around to see the different pancreatic cancer non non profits. And it was honestly, it was your your focus on on patient care that really, you know, that really drove me to this because of what, you know, like my mother went through and because of what what my brother and I you know, you know, went through on this. I wanted to focus on the families and and the and the patient care. You know, because I remember my dad's treatment for chemo was you know really early in the morning, and my parents had to travel and they had to you know stay over at a hotel, and you know that was very difficult on my dad. It was very difficult on my mom. You know, because I think at that time my brother moved from Georgia to Dallas, which is why they moved from Georgia to Dallas. Um, And, you know, so they were on their own and, you know, and my mom would tell me about like, you know, basically having to take care of him at the hotel, make sure that everything's, you know, 
everything said and then you know uh, then you know, being with him and bringing blankets and bringing you know all that type of stuff and just the amount of stress that that put on her and the amount of stress and you know that that you know it put on my dad while he was trying to fight this terrible disease i wanted to relieve that stress from the patients and from the families because it's such a bad disease. It really just, you know, I mean, you know, he lasted 10, 10 months and, you know, to make, to make life easier during that short span is probably worth anything to the families to just make life easier during that, you know, a hard time. And when I was doing all my research, Project Purple seemed to really focus on that. And that's what I wanted to focus on. So it seemed like a perfect fit. Man, that's uh, it's really special to hear. And, you know, uh, I go back to uh, what I said before. It's just really, really special. You know, I, I knew the story and I remember, and I, I didn't mention this, you know, that first year I got to meet your mom and your brother, you know, they were there. Mm-hmm uh in that physical event it's just really cool I, I remember that that picture we had that picture of the whole group with everyone right and the mm-hmm. kids and, and you and sarah um you know i've often said that you know this disease is so nasty um it, it's very dark um i've always felt our job is to you know put positivity in the world in this space and one way in doing that is to make sure that people don't feel like they're alone Right, because it can be this very alone feeling, and and a lot of times families feel like they are alone, like they have to fight this on their own, and you know no one else is there to help them. But to have families who go down that road and and you know have this eventually happen, what happens? But then to give back is really really special. Because you don't have to, right? Like you guys have a young family, you're both busy people. Uh, you don't have to give back, you know, and, and and there's nothing wrong. I'm not trying to say that, but I think it's really special when people do. Um, because, you know, this is, we're in a really weird time in society, I feel like in the world, not just here in the United States, but in the world. And, um, you know, to have people to give back, to help complete strangers going through something that they also went through. To me, that's, that's humanity. Um, I think we've kind of lost a little bit of that. So it's so refreshing and it's so special to find that, um, in families and people that give back to help people going through the struggle and whatever that struggle may be that they've been touched by. So, I just want to thank you guys. Uh, I know it's not, you know, it, it takes a village and, you know, your mom, your brother and everyone else that's been supportive of the event over the last five years, you know, this being the fifth year, it's amazing. You guys have raised thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars uh, to support our mission. And I've always said here, um, and you guys have maybe heard me say this, um, but for our audience listening at home, like we don't get to do the great things we do without families like yours Sarah and David. So thank you because we are making a difference, right? We've helped over a thousand families via our patient financial aid. We're about to roll out a a meal assistance program um, that's going to impact families in a very positive way Um, here in New England, New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. We hope to eventually get to Illinois and, and the whole country with a program similar to this, but we're really super excited to be able to help people 
you know, now with the, with food assistance because that has become a, a big, big problem in the last year with inflation and everything else. But it's because of families like yours that allow us to do these great things. So from all of us at Project Purple, thank you uh, thank for believing you. in our mission and for supporting our mission and and taking this on. And it's a great honor for Big Stu. Um, I know yeah. your dad's uh, watching from above and he'll probably be uh, doing some barbecue on uh, on July 8th to celebrate. Yes, he will. Um, and, and to circle back to, uh, to something, um, you know, we have like a volunteer list for, for the listeners that are in the Illinois area. Um, I know that probably Dino can put that on yep. the, the uh, podcast link or something, but, uh, you know, you know, it is, it is just us two. Um, so, you know, you know, volunteers keep this, keep this uh, going. So, you know what, if you want to volunteer like an hour of your time, please, you know, please uh, sign up, you know, anytime is, is very, you know, like helpful. Uh, you know, we need people to be at the auction table, walk around with the 50, 50, you know, just, just, you know, lots of things. So volunteers definitely keep this going and is very appreciative. I love that. So here's my close. Ways to get involved is you live in the Chicago land area, you can uh, clearly attend the event and spend lots of money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can uh, you can get involved in our silent auction uh, by the link that we'll provide and and bid on one of the amazing auction gifts that we have. Um, you can donate to the event, right? You can always make a donation. Um, and last, you can volunteer, um, which you know is really time, and we need plenty of volunteers. I know we've got a, a long list that we're working on, but there's plenty of opportunities to help out. It's a, it's a long day. Like to your point, David, I love that. Even if you have an hour to spare, come hang out, help out um, with one of the, the many tasks that we have that day. So uh, to learn more, follow the links um, in um, the description here for this podcast and also on our website. Uh, closing, Sarah and David, thank you for believing in our mission. Thank you for all you're doing for all those fighting pancreatic cancer. Um, the, you know, we have this saying here that, you know, we always say you are project purple, but, uh, I think that's pretty poignant here because you guys are what project purple is. So thank you for all the work and all the energy. And we can't wait for July 8th to honor big stew yeah. in Skokie at sketchbook. Can't wait mm -hmm. for it. All right. all right. Thank you. Yep. Well, thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Project Purple Podcast. If you like what you hear today, feel free to share this episode. Make sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on YouTube. Until next time, please be safe. That's a wrap of another episode of the Project Purple Podcast.